0: A Bat and a Man I was watching television with the windows and curtains open at night when a small bat flew into the living room. It circled the ceiling for a short time before settling on the cushion of the small sofa I wasn't sitting on. For some reason, I was sitting upright with my hands in my lap as if I was in a film and the director had told me to sit upright. The bat was facing the television. I guess you could say we were watching television together. I thought bats were blind but it was reacting to what was on screen, moving its head, following the action. I slowly got up from the sofa, kneeled down to have a look at the new addition to the room. Not directly in front of the bat, but to the side so it could continue watching the film. It looked relaxed, completely at ease with being a bat. It was as if this creature knew what it was in my living room for. More than I did, to be honest. What was I there for? Within five minutes, the bat had made the living room her own. I felt like I was the visitor and I had just disturbed the bat and he had welcomed me into her home. Was the bat male or female? I didn't know and I wasn't going to try to find out any time soon. I told myself I was the alpha male in this situation. I'd been kneeling and looking at the bat for a while now. Surprised myself by not taking a picture on my phone or texting about it. I moved round, making myself square on with the bat. It kept trying to peer around me to get a better view of the television, but I wanted to look at the bat in the face. This bat was more compelling than TV. Even if there had been a documentary about bats on the television, I had the HD pay-per-view fiber optic bat right in front of me. The bat's face was about a centimetre square. It was a very concentrated section of the world. There was a huge amount of face in that small area of bat. Eyes, nose, mouth. A bit of skin to make up the cheeks. Creases and folds, making shadows and lighter bits. It looked like the face of a hyena that looked a bit like a pot-bellied pig delicate, sharp white teeth, triangular, varying in size and thickness. I walked through into the kitchen, poured a small amount of milk onto a plate for the bat, a pool similar in size to the sugar water I give to tired bees. I don't know why I thought the bat would like the milk. I remember giving a hedgehog some milk on a plate when I was little, and this felt like a similar situation to that. Fantastical, but firmly rooted in nature, like a really big conker. I've seen more bats in my lifetime than hedgehogs, but I keep them next to each other in my brain. They live in a room I don't open too often. Also kept in that room is the bird's nest in the hawthorn hedge. The blue eggs, so bright I thought they were litter but they turned out to be as far from litter as you can get. I think that's all that's in there. It's not a big room, but it's one I like. Carrying the plate, white on white, I walked back through into the living room to find the bat had gone. I felt like saying something to see if it was there, but I stayed silent. I looked down at the plate of milk in my hands and didn't know what to do with it. I hate wasting milk, but I knew from past experience it was going to be difficult to pour milk from plate back into milk bottle. If I cling filmed it, that would be the first time I had ever cling filmed milk. I do love new experiences. If I did keep it, I knew when I went to put it on my breakfast in the morning, I would think, oh yeah. Some of this milk that's on my cereal was meant for that bat.